Well, hi everyone. It's Rob Evans, 365. It's day number 459. And it's early in the morning. Yes, I got back late last night. And I have gotten up early this morning. It's half 30 a.m. I did sleep in a little bit because of the, the travel and I was so tired. I slept in till just before five. So I woke up at 4.30 as usual i thought i'll go back and have a rest uh but I, I didn't get back to sleep so i got up and i'm now in the gym and uh doing my workout this morning so i've got a really busy day uh getting things done from last week i've only got today and tomorrow uh, before i head to sydney on wednesday for four days of intensive uh, business planning i'm looking forward to that uh, we've got a lot to do between now and then. Uh, some administration I've got to take care of this morning. And uh, yeah, some other bits and pieces to just get ready for, for going away. Making sure that I'm starting to implement marketing from uh, what I've been learning the last few days as well. Implementation is, is so critical. The speed of implementation is what holds people back in any area of their life, I just think about it and say, oh, one day, one day, one day, that'll all happen. Uh, but today I wanted to talk to you about uh, obstacles again, challenges uh, that come your way because I've been having a challenge these last few days and uh, I, I might have mentioned it in passing, but I wanted to give you a bit of an update as to my shoulder uh, because that is it's choosing uh, to be a, a challenge for me right now. Uh, so since I uh, sort of Last, late last week, uh, my shoulder's been really sore, and that, that's really frustrating. It's been doing so well, and I'm not exactly quite sure why. I've introduced uh, a couple of little exercises uh, for rehab that have maybe just taken me completely backwards. I'm not exactly sure, but um, given that I've been going so well. Um, you know, maybe that's maybe that's the only thing that I can think of that's new to my regime that's causing it. So, uh, so right now, it's uh, well, I'm just walking on the treadmill, and there's there's no pain as such. But depending on what I do, I can start to feel that same old pain that I had before before the surgery, and uh, yeah. It's, uh, it's a little bit annoying, uh, so I might have to to take some, I don't know, Panadol Osteo or something like that. I don't know whether that actually brings any inflammation down, probably just mask the pain, to be honest, but I, yeah, I'm, I'm frustrated with it. So I've, um, I've removed those exercises that I think may have caused it. Uh, to see what's that going to do. But there is also something else that may be a play, which is the fact that I've been to uh, the Gold Coast for the past few days and I've been relatively sedentary in terms of uh, what I'm doing most of the day. Yes, I'm getting out and I'm going for a walk. I'm, I mean, yesterday I did over 20,000 steps uh, in total. The day before that, it was... Uh, over 10,000 the day before that was about 14,000 maybe something like that uh, so I'm getting out for these bursts of walking but 
most of the day I'm spent sitting down and with my arms down, you know, by my side or the resting on the table or, you know, that kind of thing. So it's not actually moving in the normal way that I would because I'm up and down quite a bit when I'm, when I'm working and um, I'm wondering if that's contributing to it as well, sitting on the plane for hours and, you know, having to have your arms down by your side and that kind of thing that may be contributing to it. Even though it was sore beforehand, um, I'm thinking that maybe that's a factor as well. So what do you do? What do you do when you get the, the challenge like this? You know how important it is for you. You know how well I've been doing. And then all of a sudden you get this thing that kicks you in the side and knocks you off your path. Uh, well, as I said, you got to look at what's working. And uh, what was working before was uh, the rehab exercise that I was doing before. I was doing so well, no pain, and I was making uh, solid progress. Introduced a few exercises, just basic exercises too, like to give you one idea, uh, like a, a bent over... Uh, row with a resistance band tied around a doorknob or an anchor point and very slowly pulling it in towards yourself. That's one. Um, another one was a, a little shrug with the band, which I was doing before without a band. Um, there's that one. And there was another one where I lie face down. I just have to really focus on lifting my shoulder blade um, uh, sort of upwards and holding for five seconds and then lifting my hand off the ground as well. It could be that one, you don't know. So best thing to do is say, okay, take them all away and rebuild again um, and go back to doing the shrugs, but doing them like air shrugs like I do was doing. Uh, so we'll see how we go these next few days. Obviously I'm gonna sit in a plane again, um, but it's a shorter trip this time. It's only the Sydney starts about an hour as opposed to over two hours up to Brisbane. Uh, so we'll, we'll see what that does. I make sure that I am going to be sitting down a lot while I'm up in Sydney, but I'll just have to make sure that I'm getting up and moving like every hour, making sure that I'm mobilising the arm, the shoulder, and hopefully I can get back to yeah, just over the next 24, 48 hours, get back to a a good place where the pain is definitely dissipating and just keep continuing doing the exercise that was before and monitor that's all you can do it's really frustrating if you've been following me for a while you know the frustration that I've been going through uh, with the shoulder since December 18 last year it, was, it went really really well seemed to plateau, pain came into it, then it was just pain, pain, more pain, and the pain uh, just led up to the surgery, trying different things, didn't work. Uh, so, I'm focusing on what's working, go back to doing those exercises. One of the things I had stopped doing was some of the, the simple little rotating shoulder exercises that I was doing before when I came out of hospital. So I've gone back to doing those as well. And they're, they're very straightforward ones, but they do mobilize what's going on in the shoulder without any pain. And so 
I know, I just have to get back there and try again. But isn't this, isn't this what life throws at us? You do so well at things and then all of a sudden we get thrown something and it, it puts us off path. So it's frustrating. You have to deal with them. You have to find a way to keep pushing through. But clearly, what you need to do is you need to make an assessment of what's going on. And you need to say, okay, that's not working. I need to change it. Because if I keep doing exactly what I'm doing, that's going to mean more pain. And that might sound really logical. And yet so many people continue to do the same thing day after day after day because they live in that place of like I was talking about um, two days ago of staying complacent, comfortable and not making yourself uncomfortable. Because when you are uncomfortable, like there's pain in my shoulder, it says to me, this would be stupid to keep doing what I'm doing so it's time to stop what you're doing, reassess, find out what is working and do that for a while. Are we getting progress? And then maybe it's reintroducing some of these exercises or maybe it's saying, okay, what's something that can achieve the same result but not through that same movement for me through my shoulder? I know with each, each time I've rehabbed the shoulders, I can be doing so well. We introduce some new little exercise that you think, oh yeah, that'd be fine, and boom, it just flares me up. Uh, so it's, I know that my body can be sensitive to these things, and it just takes me longer, longer to get things done. So one thing I know it's not, is from pushing weights, uh, which is is one of the things I got back into a little bit earlier than maybe I should have last time. Uh, but I'm not doing that uh, this time because of what happened last time. Uh, so I'm being sensible about it. So we just got to say, okay, reassess, test it, see what happens over the next 48, 72 hours. Keep doing those things. If you make progress, keep doing that until you go back to where you were before with no pain. Then reintroduce something that is new. But maybe just one thing, one thing at a time, rather than we did three things this time. Uh, because then you don't know exactly which one it is. So my thinking is take them all out, get back to that same position, go again with one of them or a different one. So... That's life, isn't it? What's your challenge that keeps coming your way where you're not properly dealing with it or you're still doing the same things? That's insanity, man. So find a different approach to what it is that you're doing. If it's in your health and fitness, what do I keep saying to you? Get a coach, a good coach that is going to coach you through any obstacle that you come across so that it never becomes an issue for you. Well, it comes up, but then you talk to your coach about it and the coach says, okay, let's do this instead. And that's how you get real progress, the faster results, because you're getting coaching from somebody that's done it all before. That's why you need the right coach. 
that's been around for long enough to, to know how to punch through any obstacle that comes your way. That's what's the really critical part. Uh, because there's no sense in going to somebody that hasn't seen these things before, or hasn't achieved transformation or life experience even to, to know that, okay, these are the, the ways that you can get through these challenges that you're facing right now. That's really important. Now, one of the other challenges that I'm going to face in the next, uh, today, I haven't properly analysed my schedule yet because I got home late last night and I was uh, super tired. I was, all, all I managed to do was get my suitcase upstairs, have a shower, clean my teeth, get to bed, boom, I was asleep uh, very quickly. Uh, I still feel a, bit, a little bit heavy in the eyes right now but I've got such a busy day. But the beauty about Monday is that I have Elizabeth working with me, so it allows me to work on the business and do all those things rather than working, working in it. So she's working right now uh, with clients while I'm here. Obviously, I don't have the kids this morning. I'll pick them up tonight. Um, so I can, can get here and do this. Um, today is a cleanse day. I'm only here walking so we're going to get some bad weather here today again and uh, it's, ju it's just walking so I thought I'll get this out of the way early in the morning feel good about that and then I can have a solid day because it doesn't take long for the day to pass when I have to, to leave home and go pick up the kids I have to leave home at 2.50 uh, to go and pick them up so if you think about it it's not a long time really because if you're working a a corporate job, a corporate lifestyle, then if I said to you that, okay, everything that you need to get done needs to stop at 2.50, you'd be like, but hang on, there's another two, three, maybe four hours of time left in the day where you, you can't do it. So it, it does create some extra challenges for me. Now I work my day a little bit differently so that I can still, uh, when I come home, I can still, you know, sort the kids and do a few extra things, but that's a, it can be a challenge, but um, because you, you want to spend time with the kids, that's not always the case if they're driving you crazy and they're in bad moods, but uh, generally speaking, it's about the human experience of spending time with them and growing, developing them. Uh, but the challenge, which we're facing about 500 other people, that also attended uh, the events over the weekend is to now implement. Uh, take the tools, take all the steps that people said, yeah, I'm gonna earn a million dollars and I'm gonna do this and, and do that and I'm gonna talk to all these people and to just go back into their, their comfortable spot and say, well, I'm not gonna do anything because I'm really tired after the weekend and maybe I'll start it on Wednesday or Thursday or next week. Uh, but the reality is that that's really the old you still saying the same thing and getting the same result. So the challenge becomes, you've got to start doing these things that you said you would. Take all the tools that you, or snippets or whatever it was that you found over the these last few days and say, okay, I'm going to run with those things. I'm going to plan. I'm going to 
not to think about it, but I'm actually going to start doing things. And that means starting to have conversations with people. Because in order to grow anything, we need to build relationships. Whether it's, you know, a, a personal relationship, whether it's a, a, a business relationship, a relationship with your kids. The only way that that's going to happen is you can't just uh, do it electronically. You, know, you can't just build a strong relationship via a text message or an email or a Facebook message or a Facebook post or some sort of social media post. Yeah, that can be done to help, I suppose, draw attention to a problem that you can solve, but it's not going to be a way to build strong relationships. You just can't build a strong relationship that way effectively. Not with everybody. You might be able to with some people, but their preferred method of communication is, is that way. But uh, for most people, do it the old-fashioned way. You've got to be in front of people. Face-to-face is obviously great. The best way. Telephone. That kind of thing. But you need to just get off your butt and start talking to people. So my biggest challenge in growing my business is around uh, spending 70% of my time building those relationships. And I don't spend anywhere near that much time. So is the business growing at a rate that I would want? No, it's not. Well, I need to make sure I spend more time building those relationships. Now, I can tell you that this is a, a fear that I've had for a long time, you know, even back as a kid, where I don't like having a conversation, or I didn't like having conversations. Now, I'm happy to have conversations, but still, it does push me to say, okay, it's time to pick up the phone and just call this person and say, look, Let's have a discussion about, you know, X, Y, Z. And that's how you can start to grow the business. And the more of those things you do, the more, in my case, the more clients you get, uh, the greater impact that you can have. And you just never know who that next person is that you might be speaking to. So it's a very, very important process. And it is one of the things that, is one of my weaknesses, I would say right now, in terms of, of doing it uh, on a bigger scale more frequently. So I think I'm, I'm really good at building rapport with people. Uh, I do that very well in a one-on-one situation. Uh, I, I do it pretty well on a group, in, um, a group situation as well, but where I lack it is doing it consistently to draw big crowds in. That's uh, the part where I need to really improve. And you know, I've got some, some key action points that I need to put in place uh, today and then make sure that I keep doing them so that I can consistently you know, grow to where I want to grow. And these are action points from the weekend. Uh, and they're, they're action points that challenge that challenge me. So we all have challenges. I have challenges, not just my shoulder, but I've got other ones as well in my business where it's easy to slip back into that comfort zone and say, okay, well, if I do a little bit of this, then I can say to myself, yeah, you did well. You, 
you know, yeah, you said you were going to do 10 of this, for instance, uh, but, and you did five. So that's a really great start. Well done. But I would, it's important to say, yes, I've, you're doing some, some good work, but I think what's really important is to say to yourself that don't become complacent. If you want that different level in your life, then you've got to keep pushing through and say, no, you said 10. Why did you only do five? What, where's the other five? What excuse did you make up for yourself? And here's an interesting exercise for you to do. I know I've had you do a number of different exercises over time, but let's just say you, today's Monday and you've set yourself a challenge for uh, what it is that you need to achieve. I want you to break that down into a week. Uh, let's say it's a, it's a big weight loss goal or, or health goal. And uh, let's say it's 30 kilos. So most, uh, if you're, uh, I don't know, let's say that you, you're planning to lose half a kilo to a, a kilo. Now don't over, overstate it. Uh, I say most of my female clients are losing between half a kilo up to 1.25 kilos a week. My male clients are losing half a kilo up to two kilos a week. And it just depends on uh, who they are, what they're doing in terms of their consistency, their food, their exercise, etc., as to where they're going to fall on that spectrum. Um, so you pick what's realistic for you. Now, if you have stayed the same weight for the past three years or the last six months or whatever, and you've tried different things, don't say it's going to be half a kilo, like a kilo. Stick to 250 grams, half a kilo, something like that, so it's realistic, because as soon as you don't achieve it in the first week, you say, no, nah, it doesn't work, it's not working. This is about the long haul for you. If it's taking you 30 years to get where you are, then don't expect it to change overnight. We're instilling healthy, sustainable principles for you that you can live with forever. That's the critical component. So I want you to then break whatever your goal is down into a, a weekly goal. And then I want you to write down all the things that you need to do this week to achieve it. And some of those things you're gonna to have to do every day. So there's your food, your six meals, your uh, cardio workouts, uh, three to four days a week, your resistance, strength training uh, programs for three, four days a week, depending on what it is that you're doing. Now, if you've never done any of this stuff before, and you say, okay, well, I'm gonna go to, uh, I've been doing two meals a week, uh, sorry, two meals a day, I'm gonna move to five. Six is just really gonna stretch me right now. So, okay, well, that's good, but let's do that consistently all week. And so if you've never done your workouts before, you're starting brand new, then get out and set a goal for you, whatever your time is for just walking and say, okay, that's gonna be 20 minutes for me, or 10 or 15, or whatever it is. Don't make it a huge obstacle for you to not do it, like a huge turn off, say, oh, it's gonna be an hour and a half. That's not sensible. And then with your strength training, say, okay, lock in the days that you're going to do it. Now, so lay out your week like that. And then when it comes to each day, I want you to write down out of those key things that you've done, what didn't you do 
And what was the excuse you gave yourself as to why you didn't do it? Now, this is something you're gonna to need to do every day. And maybe it's in the moment when you're coming up with things that you need to make a note in your phone or a voice memo or something and capture it later on a piece of paper or in a computer file or something like that and say, okay, this is what I set out to do today, but I didn't do it. What was the excuse you gave yourself as to why you didn't do it? And it could be something like, oh, I was too tired, and, um, it was too dark, it was too wet, uh, not enough time. When it comes to the time one, if you say, yeah, not enough time, break that down in a bit more detail and say, wasn't enough time because I got up late or um, you know, I was rushing for work or you know, something happened. Um, and keep, and keep writing down all the different things that you think are the, the stories that you're telling yourself because the stories that we tell ourselves is how we lead our life. Now you'll be telling yourself a different story to me, but a common story that people tell themselves is as to why they can't do something. That excuse story. And for some people it's the same thing. Maybe once you've done all that for a week, you can go back and then have a look at it and, and you'll say, gosh, there's actually some trends here. I'm always blaming my partner. I'm always blaming uh, my work. I'm always blaming the fact that I, I'm rushing early in the morning and I don't have time to do that. Um, I say to people, you know, get up early in the morning to do that. And I say, oh, I already get up at 5.30. I say, fine, I get up at 20 past four. You get up earlier and do that before. Oh, I couldn't do that. No, you could. You're just choosing not to because in your mind, you perceive that 4.20 is crazy. You, you create that standard for yourself that says, okay, well, if, if time is the thing and if you, if I... Let me put it to you this way. If I said to you, all right, I'm going to give you an extra hour to two hours a day. Would you like to use that time? If I could give it to you, would you use that time to take care of yourself better and overcome these obstacles that you're saying you're constantly faced with over this last week? And the reality probably is that these are the stories that you've been telling yourself for years and years and years and why you're at point B rather than point Y in the alphabet. And I'm sure if you're a high achiever, you'd say, yeah, absolutely. I'd, I'd take an extra hour to two hours a day. And yeah, I'd be happy to work on my health and fitness. So then I guarantee you that if we pulled apart your day, that we would find two hours where we could fit more in where you could focus on that. I, I haven't done this with anyone that way we can't find the time. And yes, some of it may involve, okay, well, you've got to get up an hour earlier. Like I spoke with somebody over the weekend that as she gets up at uh, seven or later most of the week, I was like, well, I'm up at 20 past four. She said, oh, I'm not effing getting up at 20 past four. Well, that's the standard you set for yourself. Um, but don't cry poor about why you can't achieve these things if you're not prepared to take some dramatic action or I'm up almost three hours before you even think about starting your day. So I've got three hours of productivity done before you even think about what am I going to do today. 
And this is the difference between somebody that's hungry and passionate and wants to achieve uh, their goals, their life purpose, because they're so articulate on it, against somebody that is fired up in a moment, but then doesn't follow through. And it won't just be you know, one thing in their life, it'll be everything in their life, where they're like, oh, well, I'm a little bit down in this area as well. If you're honest with yourself, you'll find that you tell yourself the same stories in multiple areas of your life. It's just that the health and fitness one is normally, is the only one that shows up physically and mentally. Uh, I'm a strong believer in the way that you physically present shows that the way, how you're living your life. I'm generalizing, but I would say in 99% of cases, the way that your body presents represents how you're living in your life and the challenges that you're facing and, and so forth. Now, obviously I'm taking out diseases and things like that, but generally speaking, most people don't have those types of diseases. Uh, so you just gotta show up differently, don't you? You have to show up differently to achieve those things. And I think when you, you go back and you look at your whole week, you'll say, wow, that's really illuminating. Now, I can tell you, if you're listening to this, I know that you are a go-getter. If I was talking in a room of 500 people, there's probably only five that would actually do it. Probably only five, probably 1% of the population in that room would actually do it. Because people would make up a reason in their mind as to why it doesn't add any value to them. Even though, I would say, if you do this, it will absolutely guarantee you a greater level of life, a greater level of achievement. If you do these things, people will make up a story for themselves and say, oh no, I just can't do that. I, I couldn't get up that early, I couldn't do that, I couldn't do this. That's not me, um, I can do it my way. So I'm here to tell you that I've been doing this for 30 years and I have looked at so many different things, read so many different books, tried so many different things through my, my own body, um, dealt with thousands of clients that have tried all kinds of different things through their bodies and I give them a proven system that works every time and all you need to do is do it, then why wouldn't you do it? You wouldn't do it because maybe one, you're uncoachable, you think you have all the answers yourself, you uh, just, are, you're a know-it-all. That's somebody who's uncoachable, somebody that will always argue the point, say, oh yeah, but that wouldn't work for me. I'm a big bone uh, person, I've always been big, so I just naturally will uh, not be able to do what you're saying. I've always been this size, so that doesn't work for me. I've done that before. If I do strength training, I bulk up really, really fast, and I don't want that. Like after the first two workouts, I'll find that my clothes don't fit. I mean, this is all complete rubbish, uh, but people make up these stories for themselves. I mean, when I met with the, um, the lady from council the other day, uh, she was a, she was a dietitian, and she was talking about how uh, there's science to show that uh, if you've always been awake, then it doesn't matter what it is that you do, your body will always go back to that weight. It will always want to go back to that weight. So that's your natural state. You'll naturally go back to being overweight. And I'm, I said, I just disagree with that. Because I said, well, for one, I haven't read the science to know what was the study done. Because a lot of people will say, oh yeah, this is this. 
and it's like the catching the fish that starts out as a little fish and in 10 years time gets to be a massive fish and say all this research was done on this it's like okay well let's let's read the research paper let's see the results let's see what the sample size was to see how true that was or how true that is but i said i believe the biggest problem is the mindset and the mindset being that did they test this in the study the mindset is that okay i've always been overweight so i always believe i will be overweight so i will try a few things but they're not really going to work for me because my heart's not really in it and i'm just going to live with the story i tell myself that i'm always going to be this size because i've always been that size my mother's that size my father's that size my siblings are that size or you know whatever it's like we're just a a big boned family so i've never seen fat bones i've seen fat people i haven't seen fat bones so stop telling this yourself the same old story uh, because i think when you do you become immobilized and you will just stay the same or except you'll get worse your internal health will get worse and worse and by the time that you are 60 65 70 all this stuff is going to show up in your body somehow and then you'll go back and you think wow when that guy years ago he said that yeah this might show up 30 years later in my body and yeah i can really start to feel that then why do that trust me because this works and it's true you've just got to change the way that you're living and you're just choosing not to change it so it's on you i'm giving you the tools that work i'm coaching you every day to tell you this is what you need to do it's not difficult but it's giving you simple things that you can do every day that you can completely change where you are right now and keep you on the path where you want to be living that healthy more vibrant self with endless amounts of energy and focus the self-confidence the self-esteem the sexiness that you feel by looking at your naked body in the mirror and saying wow i'm really pleased with what i see i love the way that i'm living my life i just love it then that is super super powerful it's really powerful you're just not doing it so that's me out for today please do this exercise about your excuses map out what you're going to do for the week break it down into detail be very specific about the things that you're going to do and then every single day at least once a day but i suggest you do it multiple times a day reflect on yourself and say okay did i do all those things say yes i did and say write down why why you did it write down at least three bullet points but go as as deep as you want as to why you did it but be equally as detailed about why you didn't what were the excuses that you told yourself and stop making them because man life is too short you've got to finally grasp this forever change your life i'll see you tomorrow bye